1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All
0: right, everybody, we're back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, I wanted to hop into some stuff uh, today about, you know, where where this team can continue to step forward. And, you know, one place that we talked a little bit about on Tuesday and I wanted to dive into it a little bit more with some more detail and also hearing from Nathaniel Hackett this week uh, is how the how the run game, you know, kind of sets everything up for this offense. And so I wanted to ask you, Nick, what, what, what was working for this run game this last week? Again, I, I think it was one hundred and sixty eight yards. Uh, obviously Latavius Murray was was a stud uh, which I have some some interesting notes on him after talking to him in the locker room yesterday but Nick what what is it uh, that makes this run game go and is it something that they can replicate this weekend and really the final three weeks
1: well the, the one thing that makes this uh, run game go is just based uh, on the, the system that they're deploying uh, when you look around the league there's so many uh, teams that run a version of this offense and it's interesting because the Broncos are going to be facing a team that uh, is almost identical to them and the one thing you want to do to get this run game on track is just do that you have to run the ball and with so many injuries across that offensive line it makes it really easy on those guys who have been struggling in pass protection and giving them an opportunity to now be the aggressor and fire out against the defensive player. So, you know, look watching, you know, Luke Wattenberg struggle and we had other guys struggle across that offensive line. When you say, okay, well, we're gonna take the pressure off of you. It's almost being like being in a boxing match. Instead of being somewhat of a punch and dummy, we're gonna allow you to throw a certain kind of combination at the defense. And we saw the run game change with the halftime adjustments. They started to get those guys outside. Uh, of the the perimeter of the offense and started pulling guys and allowing them to be the aggressor, throw defenders down, and to me that helped build confidence in the offense, in those struggling offensive line. But it also gave Latavius Murray an opportunity to really showcase his skill set uh, last last week and let people know, hey, listen, he's a running back that's been in this league ten years, and I know there's an idea when you start pushing towards the 27 and you start getting up there as years of experience, there's this idea that you are done and you're over the hill. What Latarius Murray actually showed on Sunday was that, Hey, listen, if you give me a great blocking scheme and you call the plays, right? Hey, listen, I could be a home run hitter for you. Now he's not going to run away from guys, but his physical style of running helped get the run game on track. And that also takes the pressure off the quarterback, but it also opens up, A big part of what this offense is, and I've been dying to see it ever since Justin Allen and Nathaniel Hackett came, but it wasn't until Clint Kubiak took over that we started to see more of it, and that's play action, getting the quarterback outside the pocket, put that extra pressure on those second- and third-level defenders to be disciplined in their drops and their keys, and that's exactly what we saw.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the run game – Nick, if they can get that going, like you said, it opens up so much more for this offense. And so it'll be really interesting to see if they stick to some of the things that they did this last week against the Rams. Because it was funny yesterday, Nick, when we were talking to Nathaniel Hackett, you know, he asked about, you know, going up against uh, an offense that is very similar to what they do. Uh, and especially in the run game and he's like we know what they know and we know and you know it was like this great quote but uh you know again like you said so many teams around the league are doing this and are so effective at it I wonder if now the Broncos are just starting to find the rhythm and obviously it's tough to get anything going offensively when you have as many different guys up front and you're trying to run that type of run game and you have so many guys rotating in there but I think they found something this last week and I think they're gonna try uh, and stick with it because that's what this whole thing is, is based off of, right? Uh, when, with, when Nathaniel Hackett was hired, he talked about his offensive game plan and his scheme and everything. And he said, it all starts with the run and outside zone and, and doing different things in the run game to open up those play action type plays. So uh, again, it'll be interesting to see Russell Wilson's back this week. Does the offense look the same uh, as it did with Brett Ripon? Does it look a little bit different? We'll see. But here's Nathaniel Hackett too, Nick. We have some audio from Hackett talking about the run game and how it sets things up for the rest of the offense. So here's that audio from moroncos.com. Whenever you can get in a rhythm, we talk about rhythm a lot, and it's primarily in the pass game, but it also goes with the run game. Uh, to be able to call a run and get a two-yard gain, sometimes that's good. You can run, come back to that same run or, uh, or get to a different one once you see a different picture, and I thought that those guys all adjusted well. I thought Latavius got in a really good groove. Uh, there were some guys in the hole that we didn't get blocked, and he was the eraser. He made a guy miss and uh, went for some yards. We were going outside, inside. There was just a lot of things that we mixed up in the run game that I thought made it efficient. Nick uh, Latavius Murray, as the, as the presidents of the Latavius Murray fan club, (laughs) um, you know, I I went and talked to Latavius yesterday in the locker room and uh, he had some really interesting comments, Nick, and I wanted to kind of get your reaction to some of them, but uh, he was, did you know that before he signed with the saints, the day before he signed with the saints, he, he was coaching high school football. Uh, He had signed up uh, for a local high school in Florida Uh, to coach because he didn't think he was going to get to play this year. Uh, And then he got a call from the saints the next day, flew to new Orleans and obviously the rest is history. um, Which I thought was really interesting, but he talked a lot about how he he really didn't know uh, what his career was going to look like the rest of, you know, the rest of the way, Um, you know, and then he was asked, you know, when does he think he might hang it up? And uh, he said, you know, once I get a ring uh, here in Denver, I'll hang it up. Uh, and he talked about wanting to be back in Denver next season, hopefully. Obviously, we'll see what happens. But what do you think about those comments? And and obviously, you and I have expressed it. We both would love to see him back, you know, in the blue and orange next season, just because he has brought so much to this team, not just uh, as a guy on the field who sh- who's shown that, you know, age is nothing but a number, uh, but as well as uh, a guy in the locker room that I think guys really like.
1: You know, that's a huge part of the success of any team, uh, starting with locker room culture. And th- that's kind of been the issue here with the Broncos uh, for a while, knowing how to win and having guys with that blue collar attitude. And Latarius Murray, uh, Murray has that type of attitude. And just see the way that he approaches the game and just knowing, you know, the fact that, hey, he was coaching or uh, about to coach high school football before jumping back into the league. You know, this league has a way of humbling you, making you really value and appreciate your blessings and your opportunity to play this great game. And with him coming back, playing for the Saints, he was all inspired. And when he played over in London, then he found out, hey, hey, the Saints put you on practice squad, but don't worry, you're going to the Denver Broncos. Now the season did not uh, come to what the expectations or live up to the expectations that we all thought But at the same time, he is happy because it's about the opportunity. You can't do anything about changing your legacy or how people view you if you're on the opposite side of the fence, and that side of the fence being as though you're sitting on your sofa watching the game like everyone else. You have to be involved with the game. So hopefully the Broncos decide to bring Latavius Murray back. Uh, I'm sure if they don't, uh, someone else will pick him up. I I personally think that it would be foolish not to do that because of uh, what he brings both on and off the field. But I, I want to mention something to it as well. As Hackett was talking about the run game and getting the run game on track, he did mention, you know, I believe yesterday, uh, when he was asked about the run game and, and, and how the, the halftime adjustments were made, he was sure to kind of throw out the fact that, hey, he still is overseeing certain things that Justin Alton and Butch Berry are still involved with pushing the run game and how Clint Kubiak is doing a good job. He was, I, I, that's the one thing that I heard. I I made sure I heard that and Clinton kind of, kind of grabbed a hold to that because when we look at how the offense has progressed thus far, most people would say, Hey, that's due uh, because of the play calling of Clint Kubiak, but still, you know, Judd Austin, uh, uh, Justin Alton has taken a lot of negative uh, criticism But now his name is being tossed back out there like, hey, it wasn't just Clint. I mean, these other guys are in the room. They're doing some things, too. And, hey, my boy Justin, he's in there doing it. So he wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of that. And I want to ask you, what did you think about when that was mentioned when he brought up Butch Berry and Justin Allen?
0: Well, I want to know, when, that, when I heard that, Nick, one, it's not a surprise, right? Like Hackett's not going to throw anybody under the bus. He's not going to give one guy credit, right? He, he, he's shown that throughout the year. He's been very good about uh, giving people credit when credit is due. But my question is, if you were to, to slice it into a pie, right, uh, who deserves the most credit for the offensive success? And maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. But I think that that's what you have to step back and say, especially these last three weeks when you're talking about, you and I talked last episode, Nick, they might be making some staff changes. And so at the end of the year, when you're evaluating, you go, well, where, where can we get rid of a slice of a pie of the pie uh, and who, deserve, who, has, who needs to come back because they helped the most, right? Who had the biggest right. slice of the pie? And so from my perspective, I look at it and go, okay, everybody's helping, right? Everybody's offering a lending hand. But I think it's very clear, Nick, that Clint Kubiak deserves maybe the most credit for turning this around. It feels like the play calling has been better. They've changed some things offensively, which I would assume are some of the things that Clint wanted to implement when he took over, and now they're starting to click. I think Hackett obviously deserves a good chunk of the credit because I know he is definitely involved in everything, right? Being the head coach, being the former play caller, right? and the willingness to let other guys have an input. So he deserves some of the credit. As for Alton and Butch Berry, I don't know. That's kind of my, that was kind of my, you know, I don't know how much they're helping. I I really don't because I'm not in the meetings, but I was going to ask you, Nick, if you were to put percentages on it, I don't know, that might be a tough question to ask you, but, you know, how do you look at how this pie is sliced up and who's helping as much as, you know, or how who deserves the most credit for this?
1: Well, I'm going to give uh, the larger slices of the pie to both Nathaniel Hackett and uh, Clint Kubiak. You could break that down however you want to as, as far as if uh, 70% or 80%. But uh, both guys have done a great job. And here's where Hackett comes in. Knowing what you don't know, right? That's the biggest thing and realizing, hey, I need to be a head coach and I need to give it over to my office of coordinators, yes, You're going to be involved with the game plan. You're going to oversee things. But the idea and what we saw with the Broncos early on in the season was a lack of confusion. There was no cohesion. When there's a play call by the offensive coordinator, you got to go with it and you have to live with it. And watching uh, Clint having to build a makeshift scheme with so many injuries, uh, I'm sure – there's been a lot of sleepless nights for him. But just the fact of moving Jerry Judy around, giving him a lot of responsibilities, getting him involved with the offense, to me, you get an A-plus for that. And that's something that we did not see when Justin Allen was the uh, bona fide offensive coordinator and Nathaniel Hackett was running the ship. And when you think about giving Justin Allen and Butch Berry credit, there, there, there's a small percentage, I do believe, that go to each individual uh, coach because I don't want to say, well, they didn't do anything because they're, they're involved. But I can't give them a large slice of the pie because guess what? Bush Berry is a positional coach. He's not calling plays, he's not diagramming schemes. He may say, Well, this is what I'm used to. This is something that accentuates the skill set of my offensive line, even though they may be a little deficient in pass coverage. But a lot of that play calling, I'm going to say, in adjustments, it has to go to Clint Kubiak. So it would be Coach Hackett and Kubiak, which those two guys will get the largest slices of the pie. And Justin Allen and maybe Butch Berry get that small sliver of pie, that pie that on Thanksgiving when they sit you on the kid's table, that's kind of the pie that those two are getting. And I I hope that everyone understands that, hey, you know, when you talk about this Broncos offense, you have to mention Clint Kubiak. And as you mentioned, when we look as far as what's going to happen with the staff, they have to keep that in mind. It was turned over to him. And since it has been turned over to him, we've seen this offense score more than 20 points twice.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always loved the larger slices of pie, even as a kid, Nick. Um, (laughs) So I don't know what pie you are getting at your Thanksgiving uh, table. But uh, I, I think the one thing we've learned, Nick, this year with this staff is that Clint Kubiak is more than qualified to be an offensive play caller for somebody in the NFL. Now, is that going to be the Broncos next year? We'll see, right? Uh, I think that he's made a very strong argument uh, if they keep this staff for him to be the permanent offensive coordinator moving forward. Will that happen? I don't know. But I think that what we've seen even last year going back to Minnesota when he called plays for the Vikings, and then this year what he's shown calling plays for the Broncos in the back half of the season is that the guy knows what he's doing. Uh, Like I, I think he's a very good play caller. And I think that some of the stuff that he's, you know, maybe tweaked or, or changed a little bit has obviously helped this offense start scoring some points. So, again, you want to see it in the last three games. Can he keep it up? I think he will. I think that this offense will start scoring a few more points. But uh, I think that that's kind of my takeaway from this group. Nick is Clint Kubiak is more than qualified for this job. So, anyways, Nick, we got to take a quick break, uh, and then we will dive into the, the matchup with the Rams. Uh, as well as a couple injury notes. Uh, The Broncos might be getting a couple guys back this week, Uh, so we will dive into all of that and a little bit more here in the last segment.